You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, well, we're back. Thursday pod, energy up, energy fucking raring to go. Everyone's well slept, well rested. No issues. No issues. Of the sleep variety. That's Eddie, right. you're fresh off the back of Australian boxing's Night of Nights. Night of Nights. Tim Zhu taken out Takeshi Inu. Mm-hmm. Pumped him. Pumped him. Absolutely pumped him. Uh, mate, it was a it was a terrific night out at Kudos Bank. Yeah. Say this about Kudos Bank. When you get out there, not a bad place. Good venue. That's like, yeah, I'm cool. That's like many a thing though, right? It's like... The journey, you usually say the journey is actually the most valuable part of anything yep. rather than the destination. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Kudos Bank, I'd disagree with that. I'd say that the journey, the worst part of it, the destination, definitely. The journey's awful, but you can do it, you can do it in different ways. And I did it last night, probably the best way you can do it. Very Stretch lucky. Hummer. Shout out to Jeff Jones, um, friend of the show. Good friend of Tim's. He sure bulled Tim, Tim and is I. Tim is Daddy Dumbrell. Daddy Dumbrell for those that... <laughs> Living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise. He uh, he he sure balled us a couple of tickets into the the suite last night. Mm. He's head of ticket tech, Jeff. So oh, Jeff just is is, is so a, he's a different a different. All right, I'm gonna need to obviously befriend Jeff myself. Look, I'm I'm now in club with Jeff. Yeah, right. You're my me in. and Jeff are good pals. Mm. So now I'm gonna bring you into you the fold. You bring me in. Yeah. Have you heard of Tom? Of course you yeah. have. He's a friend of the show. Tom's a friend of mine. He's now a friend of yours. And now we're all friends. And I Let's see a big future for us. We just go corporate box hopping. I see a big future for us in the corporate box game, Tom. Yeah. The corporate box game suits me down to the ground. <laughs> to the ground, I'll dude. say that, punters and dribblers. <laughs> down to the ground. Yeah. Parking is like basically next to the stadium. Mm. You walk in the back, like... You know, up where all the fucking hullabaloo is happening, up yeah, in the yeah. corporate box, bang. In there, some more d'oeuvres. What do you want, sir? What are you drinking? Heineken's, bang, bang. It's all happening. Food's laid out. You get a full spread. They did like a, like a, like a, a some sort of chicken, like a peri-peri sort of chicken. There's some cauliflower oh, there. Yeah. There was some mash. There was some, some beef. Five-star dining. It was five-star dining time. Absolutely loved it. Seats were great. Up, out of the fucking... Hull, uh, the, the hullabaloo yeah, hullabaloo's yeah, yeah. cool no hullabaloo's great but there's, there's a time also, and a place for hullabaloo I'd say there's probably there's like areas within the hullabaloo that you want to be mm-hmm. and then there's areas of the hullabaloo where a corporate box is going to be way better correct like ringside and fur ringside first, different story first three or four rows in fur in fur that can't be bested but other than but that, outside of wearing box. four, outside of wearing faux fur in the first four rows, I'll be wearing Shetland pony. <laughs> you get up and yeah. you get out of there. Yeah. Um, Can you hear the sounds of the punches? Mm, yes, it's like I don't know if last night was an, an indication of what a lot of boxing nights are like. I haven't been to many. I'll be honest. But like the crowd comes in and out of it, so yeah. like they you are could quite, hear that in the in the later rounds. They're quite silent for a lot of it, like yeah. and, and until he was fucking landing body blows mm. and uppercuts and shit. Like that's when the woos start yeah, coming yeah, and, the, yeah. and the yarns. There's a couple of chants going on, but it's like you know, it's certainly not a Conor McGregor fight. No, you know what no, I mean no, in terms no. of atmospheres. So you could sort of hear it, but the view, like it was, it's good. It's good. Just I was a bit worried, like, oh, is it going to be a bit far away? Yeah, blah, blah. yeah, you got lights obscuring you or some shit, or like yeah, a yeah, jumbotron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Did you watch many of the warm fights? Or yeah, yeah, well, the yeah. yeah, I was yeah. shooting the shit and watching and mm. shooting the shit and yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. 
I tell you what, the step up in grade from even the main card fights to Takeshi and, yeah, and, and Tim, Tim was like monumental. Yeah, yeah. They had there was there was real plumber vibes going on last night, dude. There was plumber. It was plumber central, and that's again we always throw out the caveat. That's not a disrespect to plumbers, mate. We if just you know if you're if you're boxing. on the fucking tools all day, and then you go and fight at Kudos Bank in front of ten and a half thousand, hats you, off to you. Hats off to you. And yeah, you sh- you're going to be a step slower than a professional fucking top ranked you know boxer in Tim Zoo or fucking yeah, hundred percent. And like these blokes are flogging into the death. These plumbers. Oh yeah, these so plumbers beat the again, fuck out of us. No disrespect to the plumber. They're the heart and soul of the... Well, it's like professional athlete. Mm. Just below professional athlete in Australia is the plumber. One hundred, Mate, the, they're, they're semi-professional. Yeah, they are. The plumber. Yeah. Semi-professional. So full respect to them. But you can tell they're plumbers. Yes. Is my point. Yeah. You Which can, is absolutely fine. Sometimes the tattoos are a giveaway. Yeah. Well, you know, really nice, elegant uh, tats down the spine. Straight down the spine. You a spinal a tat. that, Tom. A spinal tat is often a good indicator of a plumber. Not always, but often. Tribal, when you don't seem to be from a tribal background. Yes. I mean, you might have some tribal ties, but on the face of, course, of it... Of course. Well, I'm not singling anyone out. 100%. I'm saying that but on, are, the, on the face of it, don't look tribal. No, don't look... Then, you know, those ones like uh, that are just really like sharp, crisscrossy, weavy, like... Yeah, those ones don't vibe with me. They're not my favourite. They're not my favourite. But they are... Almost like a plumber's birthmark. Well, the plumber's birth... That's exactly right. Plenty of plumber's birth <laughs> birthmarks there last night. Yeah. Shitloads Shit of them. Shitloads of them. They were everywhere. Now, the, in, <laughs> the, the crowd entertainment in between fights, pretty sure, like I'm 95% sure, was done by the guys who used to do fat pizza. I would I know exactly what you're talking about, and I would bet my fucking sack that that's correct. Yeah. Like so what, Rob and Tahir or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they doing? Uh, flex cam So like going around to the crowd And like fucking people were flexing Like your people were getting their six packs out and shit It was That's because they've got six packs You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So people with six packs Spend their life working for that And that's 100%. their opportunity to show it off Because they're not professional athletes Yeah, just professional six 100%, packs 100% 100% And then you know other people are fucking up there And uh, giving yeah, it to us Royd Central They went up to this like this gen- An elderly gentleman Who I, I'm pretty confident English was his second language And he just wasn't getting it and so they're like flex and he's like what, what and like am i getting filmed do? and he's seen himself on the tv he's like what the fuck is going on he probably can't read flex tv and he's and like, like why am i doing who am i i'm just who, here to watch some biffs yeah and he's like oh like so confusing but they just lingered on him for quite a while which was hilarious listen you adapt or die bro we are uh, we're also um treated to a an engagement a proposal that was beautiful the cunt almost looked like he'd lost the ring Mate, I was like, he doesn't know where it is. He was fumbling around for it for... I sent you the video. Mm. I w- I'd come late to the fumble yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah it was He'd a- been fumbling for 30 seconds before the, that. The thing that I, was, that I found it peculiar was the place that he decided to store the ring in the top pocket of a jacket, which notoriously deep. And also, like, trying to, if you're watching or if you're just listening, but like trying to reach up, you've got to hit your elbow above your head to reach down into the pocket that's already high. Well, so you've got to go really high with the elbow, like you say, just to get down into it. Yeah. The alternative is to go the other hand, but you run into trouble. Trying to go backwards, but also what you can because do is maybe happens, try and... Look what happens with my hand on YouTube. It, it goes across my body. Which I is can't a, get it to go straight no, down. No, so you're hitting the sides of the pocket. Mm. You could also squeeze from the bottom of the pocket and squeeze the ring box up to the top. That's right, but, but he didn't know where it was. He didn't fucking know. He, you need to have it in a 
Side pockets. I think I think you go try it and test it. Yeah, side pockets with a button up or a zip up sort of. Pouch. I don't think you need to go clever with the proposal, especially at Boxing's Night of Nights under the pump. Ten and a half thousand eyeballs on you. You know the expectation that was palpable in the room. Mate, you could see it. And then when he couldn't find the ring, everyone's like, "Oh no!" And it just and it was. I tell you what, punters and dribblers, thirty seconds of not being able to find the ring is an age. Yep. Felt like an eternity in the proposal game. Uh, yeah, you basically you, you you could have you could fit a whole other relationship inside that thirty seconds comfortably. There's plenty of relationships that have lasted less time than then, it took for him to find that <laughs> ring comfortably. Um, but it was beautiful though. But he, he he look at the end of the day, he got the job done. It was emotional. There was tears. There was some kissing. It was lovely. Stuff. Don't you think when you see shit like that, and you and I both now ticks the proposal off the to-do list yes thank god thank christ when you see some motherfucker it's not something you like i i wouldn't sign up to fucking to do, do them regularly proposals regularly I tell you what i wouldn't sign up to doing one at fucking the bank kudos bank at australian boxing's night of nights with Mate, ten thousand yipping yahooers you fall into two distinct camps in my opinion either you aren't about a public proposal or you are mm. but then if you are in that camp there's like there's levels to it. Yeah. Are you a restaurant proposal guy? Are you like a fucking crowded beach proposal guy? Yeah. Are you an NBA guy? A kudos like Bank. Kudos Bank or Boxing's Night of Nights. Yeah. That's sort of near the top, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, absolutely it is. Because the other thing is you've got to set it up. You've got to get on Call the blower on. to whoever the fuck. I don't even know how you do whether that. Whether you Go do on. it on the blower to the bank or whether you're on the blower to the No Limit Boys, the Rose Boys. I think you're probably on the blower to the No, the no Limit Boys. Mm. Listen, I've got a proposal in the works. Can you help me? They, and obviously we got mates now at Big Ticket Tech. Yeah. But I think we in also- Big Ticket. Big Tickets. We probably need to also get in with No Limit Boxing. George Rose, a friend, Manly fan, we're mm. Manly fans, fucking... Well, he's a Manly player, sorry, we're Manly fans. There's a lot of synergy there between us and No Limit, and I just see fucking the YKTR boys in the media area. I'm like, we need that too. I, I, felt I think left, it's good to, I felt left out. Well, I think it's good to play both sides. Well, we're in big ticket. Yeah, we're in big corporate. But we're also fucking down there yeah. cage side. But we can side. play both roles. Yeah. Like, am I in the mood to be cage side today? Maybe not. Maybe we're versatile. Versatile. You've got you to gotta be versatile in this yeah. game, puns and dribblers. That's what we're saying. Tom, I'll ask you this. If I was to... If you were to be sitting, you know, at Kudos Bank with your lovely lady, you the and bank. Steph, maybe you're out for a nice, a nice romantic night at the boxing. Yeah. Kiss Cam gets to you. How do you, what are you, what are you planting on her? Uh, look, I think if the kiss cam comes to you, no, I don't want to do it. You have but, to though. But duty calls. You, you have, have to. to do it. Yeah. I'd just be giving her a nice little, I wouldn't give her a peck because then you look like a pussy. Yeah. But I'm not about to jam the tongue down the throat because then you look like a fucking sick freak who doesn't understand the sort of social cues. Like I'm not going to make out with her. See, that was my thinking. I think you're going for something with a bit of passion. Yeah. But you can't go over the top. No. I saw a lot of tongue last night. Dude, it's just too much. I saw a lot of tongue. That's last even night. like weddings. You may now kiss the bride. When they start macking, I'm like, cuz, we don't need this at the wedding. Like, uh, 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 I don't know. I just, uh, look, there's a time and a place for tongue. Fuck yeah. The bedroom. Yeah. If you don't use, the tongue shouldn't be around. Well, I mean, look. You, well, not just the bedroom. Not just the bedroom. Nightclub, fucking. Not you know. in public. Well, if you're fucking wasted, if it's like you're hooking up with a chick at a bar. You know what I mean? Yes. Obviously, a bar setting's different. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm talking about ringside at the boxing. Yeah. If also if it's just if if they're like your girlfriend now or your wife, like or your boyfriend and husband, like significant other, mm. there's no need for public fucking tonguing unless you two are like you know. I can't even really think of a good reason unless you're out fucking pounding pingers and you know having a good time. That's probably the only way I could think that that's like a reasonable. Otherwise, it's for sexy times. <laughs> well, it leads to something. Yes. Like you don't you. You don't lean in for it and give them a good tongue in if you don't want if it's it to not, go If it's somewhere. not progressing. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, it, that's, that, that's entry to... Yeah, that is. That's the gateway to... Get me, to get me to the promised land. Correct. You don't just, oh, you know, morning... If the tongue comes out... It's if, a, like, you know... It's an the, indicator of things to come. Yeah, oh, no, it is one of the great indicators. Yes. Possibly of is, all time. No, you go, oh, okay, there's tongue in that, we're on. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, you don't... Maybe you're unsure about what's going to go on. If the tongue's in there, bang, it, single, it signals intention. Yeah. Straight out of the gates. Yeah. Like, if you wake up, you're a bit tired, you know, you're in the kitchen, maybe a bit of a morning peck, g'day. You're not going to just keep dropping the tongue in no, there. No, you're not. Just See ya, honey, have a good day at work, bang. Uh, <laughs> like, that's not no, how it goes. No, no, no. If, look, and if you do that, credit to you, but... Look, that's cool if that's... You're either fucking one week into a new relationship and things are still very fucking yep. steamy. Yeah. Or you're just a bit of a fucking... Big day. Mm. But each to their own. Each to their own. I will say, though, if kiss cam comes, it's a sort of a kiss. You know what I mean? Just like a, how you going? But not a peck. But peck's weak. Peck's weak. It's just got to be lips pressed for an extended amount of time. Show this passion. Show that you're not related. Also, you know, make you climb. That's it. Like She's with me. She's with me. <laughs> she's not, you know, like a fucking relative. Not a cousin. <laughs> I will say this as well. I need to be honest with the punter and the dribbler. I always am. I missed the knockdown of Takeshi in the 12th round. He slipped, dude. Whatever. I missed it. See, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. Because a fight had erupted in one of the, in like in the stands. Oh, you see, this is. And if, uh, if an authentic fight, like not to say there wasn't authentic, but it's, it's orchestrated. It's a yeah, prize yeah, yeah. fight. It's a planned fight. It's planned. Off the cuff, impromptu, rogue Biff. shit, biffs in the crowd will always draw the eyeball of the punter and the dribbler. Dude. There is no one can tell me otherwise. I've, I've heard once someone say, Michael Jordan, LeBron James could be playing one-on-one -on -one basketball and if there was a fight in the crowd, everyone would watch it. And so people said to me, oh, that's bullshit. I'd no, watch LeBron. Dude, I'm like, so no, true. you wouldn't, you fucking liar. You'd <laughs> watch so the rogue brawl. Dude, you definitely watch a rogue biff. You could have Ali, Foreman. Doesn't matter who it is. Rumble in the jungle or whatever the fuck that was. You see two dead shit start throwing in <laughs> yeah. the aisles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not connecting at all. Doesn't matter. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in big time. Been in this shit. Get so, a spotlight on these 100%. boys. 100%. So the boys are throwing. Everyone's loving it. I missed the slip slash right, semi-knockdown, whatever. But then this bloke's obviously like, I don't know if he said something or he's about something or maybe he just turns out he's a motherfucker. But the other guy turns on heel and sprints. Oh, really? Sideways along the aisle, then down the steps and then like jumps the railing to fucking like down onto like ground level and this big fucker's like chasing him and then jumps the fence to like bang clean leap over oh, the fence really? Fuck and then in. piles onto him but then the cop is like come out of nowhere there's like 30 cops bang like that there would need to be like you know how they said like oh where was it i can't remember but basically just like those places where you know you go oh there's a the police presence is massive yep. i'd say at an australian 
Boxing's Night of Nights, that would be the greatest police presence at any one point on the planet. At Australian Boxing Night of Nights. At an Australian Boxing Night of Nights because yeah. it's, it's going to be Biff Central. If there aren't cops, they're ready to fucking, you know. Oh, but the boys will throw anyway. They'll, well, they'll throw anyway, but that's why you need to have fucking like basically more cops than people. Because otherwise it's on for young and old. Yeah. Otherwise you end up just having a fucking 10,000 people brawl. That's exactly right. Yeah. So that was good stuff. That's fucking great stuff. You Hi- love one of the highlights of the evening. I saw Not on, to detract um, from the great evening. No, just but saying, I mean, you see a couple of people know. throwing in the crowd. That's, that's worth the fucking price of admission. 100%. Especially if you didn't have to pay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Shout out to BT. Now I'm well ahead. Yeah, now I'm are. well ahead. You're up. Now I'm up. You're up. You're up plenty. I will say this back to the fact that Takeshi slipped or knocked down. It wasn't a knockdown. It seemed like a slip. I completely understand the need for sponsors of events like this and for sponsors to get their fucking thing on the rings, whatever. But like when it becomes a detriment to the people, to the main reason you're there, that becomes a problem. There were cunts slipping in every fight that I watched. I think I watched the final three. They all slipped. They all slipped. Zoo slipped. Fucking Inu slipped. Are you saying that it was the sponsorship stuff on the ring? Bro, they were slipping on Palmerbet every single fucking time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, it's not Palmerbet's fault, but like surely there's a way to do it where it's not like a fucking ice skating rink while these guys are trying to beat the fuck out of each other? Of course there is. It's like with like T-shirts, you can either print it on top or you can print it in. In. You need to bake it into the fucking canvas. You need to bake it into the canvas. You need to bake that shit in. Yeah. Like, if you're going stingy on canvas and you want to just keep reusing it, rip up the sticky, go again, no, that's no, not going to no, work that's for anyone. That's not going to work. You can have someone do an ACL in a fucking a, a fight. bit of sweat on there, mate. Bro, that was the rounds are three. Yeah, off. but the rounds are three minutes. Even if the boys get out there and work hard with the towels, and they were working hard. Fuck, I hope they were. They were working their dicks off with the towels because I'd seen a lot of slipping. Tim and I were very concerned. Mm. I said, the boys aren't out there working the towels. I ran an eye over them in between rounds. They were working. So I can't, I can't take away from the towel work. I just think that in, you know, two and a half minutes into a three-minute round, there's going to be a shitload, shitload. of sweat on the fucking yeah. Palmerbet sticker. Yeah. There and, is. And, w- I mean, there were other ones as well, but the Palmerbet just seemed to be the biggest one. Well, it was, it was a presence. Yeah. JD Sports, I think, as well. Oh, they also, when they were in, because I, I was obviously watching it at home, didn't get the big ticket bait yet. But I was watching it at home in the broadcast, and they'd cut to Palmerbet's, like, Joel Kane version. And it was someone who couldn't speak English. Well, English wasn't their first language. Doing the Palmerbet thing, I was like... Seems weird. It was like a fucking South American chick. And I heard it come on and I was like... Broken, like what, broken English? Sort of. Like, it wasn't broken English, but it was enough for me to be like... That's a, that's was a, it supposed to be hot? Like, what was the... Yeah, she was pretty, but like, it wasn't like she was dressed in a fucking bikini. It wasn't like, oh, no, but I mean, like, chick. you know, like, you know, the, the chick of modern family sort of... Sophia Vergara. Yeah. Was it that sort of angle? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, because that, that was more like your ring girl sort of shit, right? Like, she was just a chick who works at the business, I'm assuming. She was in, like, a shirt. It wasn't... None of it was, like, salacious. It was just... Oh, this is a... This seems like a, a, a str- an odd choice. It was just... It, made, it caught my attention. Maybe it was a good fucking choice. I don't know. Anyway. Um, need to bake sponsors into the canvas, though, because that was... Have to bake. Ridiculous. Have to bake. That's what we're saying. Need to bake. Have okay. to bake. I've got a question. Must bake. Well, actually, before I ask this question... Let's go back to the sort of pomp and pageantry of the evening. 
A big shout out's got to go to Uncle Alan for the welcome to country. The biggest shout out that we can possibly provide it's on the this show. It's the best welcome to country. Has to yeah. go to Uncle Alan. He stole the show yeah. and he kept going. And yes. the longer he went, the better he got. I was at some point going like, oh, dude, this guy's really getting into his welcome to country. Then it was like he went, because he started off funny, which was really good. Then he got into some of the more like ceremonial uh, or like the you know, specifics of what he was doing, which is welcoming people, then back to funny. And I, as he was going on again, I was like, oh shit, Alan's really fucking going for it here. Hope he doesn't fuck it up. And he just brought it home stronger and stronger and stronger. And the whole crowd went fucking nuts. Mate, like, the people loved it. It was great. Uncle Alan had the punter and dribbler eating out of his fucking hand. Yeah. Like if he doesn't get every gig in that region of, yes. you know. Where were they? On that land. Yeah. So like Homebush, if he doesn't do every event at Homebush, I'm not here. Yeah. Because he was terrific. He was fucking phenomenal. And he was just, it was, what was nice about it, and obviously the Welcome to Country is great, but I guess with the Welcome to Country, it can become a bit procedural, right? Where like a lot of the time it's not very long. They just say, they they'd say the welcome, they, you know, give you an eorination, I think it was, where they were yesterday. And, you know, they give you a bit of a background. But he was like, he gave great insight where he was like the rivers from this river here Lachlan, to this river here. Nepean, and then yeah, and, like, and we're in the middle there and there's 20 clans of us in here and, you know, all that's going on. And then just like, what was the, what, there was a line he finished off where it was like, he's like, well, you know they say, LAAs, no, but like, then he, he goes, he finished it with like, I'll leave you with this that we uh, say, I think it was like in Aboriginal, like culture or Indigenous sort of, uh, we say this and we just want to pass it on to you. And it's like, where there's a will, there's a whole bunch of family members rocking up who want to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was something to that effect. It was something like that. And sorry, Uncle Alan, for butchering your fucking joke. But the whole thing was just like, I liked that it made it like the welcome to country more of a thing than just like, all right, come out, say this shit and then be done with it. Oh, mate, it was like emotive. Yeah. You know? And everyone was into it. I was like, this is the best fucking welcome to country I've ever heard. Um, so shout out to Uncle Alan. Big shout out to Big Uncle shout Alan. Big shout out to Uncle Alan. The next guy I wanted to shout out was Lieutenant Dan. Are you aware of... Could, did, did, were you aware of who Lieutenant Dan was or is that just if you're watching the broadcast? I don't know who Lieutenant Dan is. Lieutenant Dan is the aging American ring announcer who just was giving it his all all night. The bloke in the ring. Yeah. yeah, yeah who's yeah. throwing the cards up yeah, in the air yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lieutenant Dan. I didn't Dan. know that. I didn't know that. I couldn't. He, was, he wasn't He was facing. He was, like, back to me. Okay. But, you know. I mean, you heard him getting into his work, though, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, bro. I've, I couldn't miss it. He was getting into his work, throwing his cards everywhere. You know, like, you got to respect the ring announcer who's just trying to find their... What, how do I fit into the, to the fucking pre-fight hype... Bruce Buffer world, Michael Buffer, Bruce, Bruce Buffer. Like, who am I? What do I bring? Yeah. I'm the card I'm not thrower. a buffer. What's my thing? I throw cards. I throw cards. I'll say this about Lieutenant Dan, and I, I think this rings true in the world of ring announcing, is fundamentally, at its very core, if your voice isn't elite, yep. you're in the wrong game. Like, I, you're, you're, I, don't, I don't give a fuck how much energy you bring, if you've got a million catchphrases, if you're a card thrower. None of that shit matters no. if you don't have one of the great voices all time. It's as simple as that. It's basically like if you were to go to a dwarf or a little person, I don't know what the preferred nomenclature is, and 
this this little person wanted to play NBA. This guy, sorry, dude. Look, you could dribble your fucking dick off, mm. but you know you're you're, you're four foot. It's not going to work. It's just not going to happen. No, it's not in the cards for you, which is fine. Bro, but that's it is fine. What it, but it, it is, is, what, is what, it what it is. I mean, I don't think that I'm breaking any news to little people. I think <laughs> they get that. But I don't know whether the ring announcer with a bad voice. Not saying that about Lieutenant Dan. Just saying in general, if you're a ring announcer who can't announce, you're in the wrong game. You're in the wrong game. Simple as that. Now, back to the Biff. Tim Zhu was what was crazy was because I guess with Australian boxing, I don't know how to non-biasedly view someone like Tim Zhu in comparison to the world stage where like in the UFC I watch fucking all the fights and I kind of have much a better understanding of like where everyone is mm. at least in the top the top 10 say well because it's so much it's so, it's much, so much more clearly well it's yeah. so much more clearly defined yeah like it's boxing is a fucking shit show yeah. in that regard but so like for there's four champions in the same different. weight division yeah. there was so many more weight divisions in boxing than there is in the UFC, for example. There's like Australasian champions and Oceanic champions and fucking yeah, 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 Southern yeah. Hemisphere champions and Continental champions and all this shit. It's like, fuck me dead. Yeah. Then there is when you break all of it down, there's only like four belts that really matter. And then within those four belts, there can in some divisions be four different champions. Yeah. So uh, Tim's, Tim's number one contender for one of those belts then Inu was ranked sixth somewhere. And again, I don't know if that's in the same fucking IBO, WBA, whatever. Like, he's ranked six in one. Tim's fucking one in one. Tim's obviously fucking... He's obviously... I don't know what he's ranked in the other ones. But I was like, I don't know how good Tim Zhu is. You know what I mean? Like, I know he's good, but I don't know... I don't know how good. Is he a world champ? Like, Kostya, to me, maybe so I was younger, but Kostya was a motherfucker. Like, mm. Tim beat the piss out of Inu. And clearly you're going, oh, if Inu's six, like Tim like was clearly, clearly better. Yeah, paying a dollar five. Inu well. could take a punch. Fucking oath he could. Tough as nails. I'm like, does Tim lack power or has Inu got one of the fucking most ridiculous chins ever? Well, and like his body. If you he was go back pumped. through, like I think five or, last five or six fights, Tim stopped everyone except for this Inu bloke. Dave, you'll be able to confirm But I've never that. seen him, and I'm sure he has, but like in the recent ones. Well, he think, dropped Jeff Horn in like round... He fucked up early. Jeff, Jeff got pumped. Yeah, Jeff got pumped. But I haven't seen him get KO, KO anyone. Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Dave will be able to come to us with the answers. I, you know, he took a lot of punishment last night. This you know bloke, mm. like a lot of punishment. Yeah, his face was fucked. He up. got fucked up. He got well and truly fucked up. Maybe there's blokes out there that can take a punch. As you know. Yes. Some blokes can just take treatment. Tim looked like he could take some punches. He looked like he it because he... That Inu guy fucking cracked him with a couple. Like, he mm. didn't look worried at any point. No, 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 no. Mate, he was, he was leaps and bounds, yeah. a better fighter. Leaps and bounds. But where he ranks, like, on the global scale, I don't know. Like you say, I don't follow boxing closely enough. He's meant to be the, to he's have meant an to opinion. Have next fight. But he's like... Fight. He's a big deal, though. Yes. Like, he, just, you he, know, he's thereabouts. It's just like... Jeff Horn was fuck. Obviously, Jeff beat Manny Pacquiao in a very improbable victory, but then went over and fought Terence Crawford and just got and got absolutely pumped. pumped. And I think that so like Terence Crawford might be, I don't know who the champion is here. He's probably got one of the fucking many belts, but like, 
I heard him say on the broadcast last night that Jeff Horn was like, oh, I reckon Tim could beat Terrence or trouble him or whatever. But you're just like, Jeff Horn was meant to be somewhat of an it and then he went over there and just got fed. And so I'm just trying to, I don't know how good Tim Zoo is and or not. I don't think he's fought anyone. Like No. Do you know what? So it's he hard knew to would say. be the best fighter. So it's sport, hard to right? say. Yeah, it is. But that's what I mean. Just from like a boxing, you know, novice standpoint, I'm like, he can't seem to knock this fucker down. But I'm like, is this guy just an absolute animal? Which mm. I think may be more of the case than Tim not having, you know, the power to, to, to KO someone. His last five fights before this one were all TKOs. Tim's? Yep. What rounds? Uh, okay. Well, there you go. I've just got fucking... Yeah. Uh... The last one before was the sixth round, then the fourth, then the sixth, then... So just stoppages. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still fucking, like, I mean, I'm not complaining. I just, I want to see someone... Stoppages is a stoppage. Yeah. I just am, like, obviously like to see someone get sparked. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But we'll be keeping a very close eye on Tim. I'll watch all his fights now. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in the fucking watch all Tim's fights game. 100%. Tell you what. Well, he's our he's our he's our product now. Yeah, he he's is. our export to the world he in is. the boxing game. Yep. Who else we got? I think again, if we're trying to grease the wheels of the old uh, No Limits, the Rose Boys, shout out to them. Tag them if you see them. Um, maybe we get Tim on here because what I did notice post fight, and I don't know if anyone else picked up on this, but up until last night, I always thought Tim was a young. Hum, well, he is these things, but like, you know, he's young. Well, he's not even that young. He's 27, but like quiet, bit sort of shy, no, doesn't speak too him. much. But the thing is, it's like if you're getting, the bigger you're getting, you want to get the bigger fights, you want to get the bigger paydays, you want to, you do have to start showing more personality, you do have to speak better, you do have to be a bit more fucking this, that, and the other. And I saw last night, like in his post fight interview on the, when he's in the ring, I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. It seemed like he was trying to, or it seemed like he was more comfortable to step into that role a little bit more. Well, you have to. You got to sell fights. Well, like no Jeff didn't, right? Jeff wasn't good at that. No, he wasn't. Jeff he, was terrible. At he that. was terrible at it. Jeff, well, mate. At the end of the day, you got to sell fights. Yeah, Jeff, especially in boxing. Devoid of charisma. <laughs> especially in boxing, you got to sell fights yeah. because you got to cut through the fucking clutter and wade through the bullshit and get the fight that you want made made by talking shit. Yes. The UFC is different. They tell you to fucking fight largely. So. I think that we'd be really good for Tim. We'd be great for Tim. We'd be great for Tim. To help him sort of, you know, come out of his shell even more. Relax, fucking... Are you suggesting, Tom, that we take him under our collective wing and we Mentor teach him, him a the bit. fine and sacred art of dribbling at Avianning? Yes, that's Is what that I'm what thinking. you I'm thinking we, we get Tim in. I'd love to have Tim in. We do the fucking coin catching thing with him. Love to do that with Tim. I think he'd be a great teacher. I think so too. He's also Kostya's boy, yep. which is nice. I wonder if he's getting sick of that. Surely it's, you just got to... Well, he's his, his own man now. Yes, but I mean, you've got to... You he's know, coming, coming out of this. He's coming... Well, if he, get, if, he comes, if he gets that belt, he becomes world champion. Yeah, yeah, then he's... Tim's out of the shadow. Yeah, he's out. I'd love to see him fight in Moscow. Did you hear all that fucking yarn? I did hear Kostya's all that. Against the him. Argentinian bloke? I think Kostya's got fucking... He's in with Putin. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he was the first... Russia's first world champion post-USSR. So him and Putin... Are, well, the just power. him in Russia is fucking... He's like a... He lives there now. Yeah, dude. yeah. He's like the king or he's a king. He used to have his own show on TV and all this sort of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fucking... What a wild world. What a, what wild, a wild man. Yeah, yeah. 
Kostya back in Russia. Aussie Kostya. Aussie Kostya back in Russia. That's it. Love um, it. But I don't think there's too much else in the boxing stakes. Is there already? Is there no, I think that's it, man. On we go. Gallon fucking... Gallon alloy, eh? Just before we go. Again, no limit. <laughs> we need to go to that fight. We need access. Josh, you're a friend. Mate, I'm telling you right now, that will... Like, if you think last night was boxing's night of nights... Alloway Gallon will yeah. be the night of nights yeah. because it's two rugby league players going at it. Going at it. And that's what we love. Yeah. Rugby league, boxing, boxing and rugby league. It's a perfect, it's a match made in heaven. We will be there, punters and dribblers. That I promise you. One way or another, by hook or by crook. This just got sent to me, Eddie. And you may have seen it while you are in the toilet. It was unbelievable. It's true. It's, it's sadly, it might be. Now, obviously, you've everyone's seen these fucking... Screenshotted text messages that are doing the rounds about fucking... Uh, there was one about a premier of a state and a high-profile rugby league player, which was ridiculous. <laughs> um, people were like... I can't tell if people thought that was... I know, I know. There was one about Connor Watson and Caelan Ponga, which was fucking in the punters and dribblers, and then I think made it onto their podcast. It did make it onto their podcast. Which, you know, we aren't, can't be held responsible for the dribbly bullshit of the punter and the dribbler, but it seemed like they took it. In stride, but I think the yarn generally was that Connor tried to kiss Ponga. Ponga then, not into it. Yeah, and then Ponga didn't reciprocate. And didn't kid. Probably didn't use tongue. Um, yeah, that's right. And then Connor heartbroken, moved clubs because he he couldn't be around the man he loves all day. Yeah. So those are those. We now have another one that's just come across our desk. That's right. Are you gonna read it out? I'm gonna read it out. Forgive me in advance, but Dave, you're incriminated here, so I'd be I'd be paying attention, bro. Boys, got some huge news out of the Hello Sport camp, and safe to say the boys are going to be in a fair they're are in a fair bit of a dilemma. My missus works where Eddie's fiance gets her hair done, and was venting about it the other day, as she's pretty off it. <laughs> you know how Tom and Eddie have been giving Dior heaps more airtime in recent months. Brackets getting paid, running the dribbles, etc. Well, he was given access to their files as part of his job and found the video of the beep test. Tom and Eddie were heaps unfit and neither of them made it past six. Beat of stuff. Really embarrassing for them and could tarnish their rep as that's why it wasn't released. Dior basically blackmailed them and said he would release the footage unless he has more of a role on the podcast. They gave in, but he's taken advantage of it and now calling it his own podcast, pushing, line, pushing in the lines at Beach Road. Plus, he's taking most of the proceeds from the Beer Soon shirts and sponsor money from Pilot. Pretty hectic stuff. Tom and Eddie basically in a vice and have to do whatever Dior requests. <laughs> Jesus, how did he find all that out? I don't I know, dude. Fucking loose lips Ella. Dude, yeah. Ella at the hairdresser <laughs> telling everyone my, what's going on. My empire's come crumbling down. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's good. That is funny. Where um, did that come from? just fucking popped up in the yeah but i wonder where he got that from he's got a couple of mates who are fucking constantly putting in fucking memes and shit you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. that's look it's not that's as good it's not as too gets. far away from the truth no it's not too far away from the truth we do still have the uh the beep test is coming that's all i can tell you the beep test is coming it's just around the corner they got to redo it and get a better score. Well, no, no, no. Trust me. You, we all know my fucking score. It'll remain. But 
Have you told the punter and dribbler your score? Maybe not. Let's not tell them because we are releasing the fucking thing out soon. So we don't want to, you know, um, we don't want to be doing that before we our big reveal of the whole thing. You know, just trying to see if it's in the punters and dribblers page yet. That fucking thing. No, it's not. Um, so look, yeah, that's controversial, but it is true. Dave's got us under a fucking under his thumb, and we were like, yeah, we could bash him, but then it's like, then what happens? And he releases it, and then we're fucked. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to cave in. We could flush his head down the toilet. We but could. Then we could. We what? What's that called? Dunk him. Dunk him. Yeah. We could wedge him. We could wedge him. We could dunk him. But then you know, I've got a I've got a safe thing going on that if you wedge me or dunk me, an email gets sent out to everybody. Yeah, he just hits a button and then. Yeah. It's He's like got like a kill switch. Yeah, on him. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a precious mutually assured destruction because we'll kill him if he does it. But we're then fucked. Our empire crumbles. It's That's a right. pressure sensor in my undies and a wetness sensor in my head. That <laughs> goes off. Um, that's so fucking dribbly. I yeah, love it. that's dribbly. That is so dribbly. I might even see if we can post that to the old IG. Um, where are we? What do we have? Um, we got the Chinese woman, the tennis player. We got William Tyrrell. Um, Go Chinese tennis player, woman. Can we put on the TV? Yeah, or Kyrgios as well. Uh, well it's all tennis chat. Yeah, except for William Tyrrell, which is hectic. Well, you want to do? You want to give us William Tyrrell update while Dave's getting the fucking. So, punters and dribblers, if you're not up on the William Tyrrell saga, then I don't know what the fuck you've been doing. This one's fascinated me for a while because I was always so perplexed by the perceived brazenness of the crime because William Tyrrell, if you don't know the story, was with his foster parents, goes up to see his foster grandmas in Kendall, which is like the mid-north coast, I think. And they'd gone a day early, so no one knew that they were supposed to be there. So, like, if it wasn't, it couldn't be planned. Mm. And then they checked, like, the CCTV footage and they weren't followed up to Kendall. So, it, it was implying that it was, like, uh, opportunistic. an opportunistic crime. Mm. But this, like, the house is at the end of a cul-de-sac. After that, there's really nowhere to go. Mm. It's, like, semi in the bush. Like, there's no reason that a pedophile would just drive down the end of a cul-de-sac. Well, there isn't an obvious reason. Why. There isn't an obvious reason, right? Which is why I found it so perplexing. I'm like, how the fuck does this make sense? Obviously, you know, as the years go on, like the Jubilee guy, he got fired, he got sacked because he was... He was, was the, the criminal guy working. He was the detective because at. he was um, trying to record a neighbour who the he suspected because I think he was like, well, it's so improbable that it was an opportunistic crime. Maybe it was a neighbour, mm. yada, yada, yada. He was trying to record him without permission. He got the sack. There's a scalp there. Bill Spedding, yeah. who was like the washing machine repair guy, he got dragged into it, basically accused of being a pedophile. He lost his business. He lost his home, all this shit. Like, he was fucking dragged through the mud. Never really recovered, the poor bastard. Well, it's a hard thing to recover from being falsely accused of being a fucking pedophile. Exactly. But it's now coming out in the last couple of days that on really good evidence, supposedly... Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Just allegedly. what's been reported, what's been reported, what's been reported, that they think he's now fallen from the balcony, which is like two, three metres up, the family in a panic, maybe being like, fuck, he's died. We don't want to lose our other foster daughter, have covered it up. So they're going back down, going through like the, the foliage and shit underneath the balcony, looking for blood. They've just 
um, secured the grandma's old car, which they're now going through with a fine tooth comb, and they're like so they're searching the bushland around the home. And I'm like, if this is what's happened, they've come up with a fucking yarn that he got taken when he'd actually fallen off the balcony and died. That would be fucking wild completely wild i didn't realize that when you told me yesterday you're like you've been paying attention i knew it was back in the the headlines but sometimes because it's been seven years i think and like it'd been there so often like it's been brought up again so often and obviously people looking i thought it was like another like oh we might have some intel you know sometimes like what is said in the media is actually sometimes more of a manipulation if they're trying to yeah yeah, yeah get yeah, someone yeah. to react or do something they might suspect and i was sort of thinking like oh, okay they're just because you hear like, oh, they're looking at the foliage under the uh, the fucking balcony like seven years later. Like, and again, I don't understand what sort of forensic science they may use, but I'm like, if you're just asking me off the top of my dome, I'd be like, they are not going to find a fucking thing. Now, maybe they can. I don't know. Obviously, they wouldn't do it if it's impossible, but like... Well, that's exactly right. They obviously feel like there's something there, but they're working off really good intelligence and they keep saying that they're confident of putting this case to a resolution. So like, I don't know what the fuck information they've got, but then on top of that, the, the daughter who was probably... Like, I think William was three at the time. She was maybe five or six, has now been taken from their custody and has an AVO out against them, against the foster parents. So it's like, has she started remembering shit? Or are they, yeah, okay, yeah, I don't, you don't want to start speculating, but like, yeah, she's... Well, I'm speculating no, based no, no, on no, no, what no. they're reporting. No, no, I know. That of like, has she, is she remembering shit? Are they maybe a bit more uh, nefarious characters than one may have been led to believe early on? But like, my, what I'm like, what's shocking to me is... They've pieced together this lie and run with it. They might have, allegedly. If this is what's happened. Yes. But I'm only going off what they're saying. They're yeah. like, they're working on the hunch that he's fallen from the balcony. If that's the case, that's what's happened, mm. right? Mm. They're sort of leaving you to fucking fill in the dots a little bit. Like, they're leading you onto this path. Yes. They're not going, well, maybe. They're going, no, they're this going, is this fucking what we what think happened. Is crazy. Yes. That's one hell of a lie. Well, that's, I guess, what liars do, though. Liars lie. Or, like, criminals lie. Yes. I'm fucked up. They like, do. Anyway, like, I just wanted to get it off my chest because I've been following this thing for ages and I'm just like, this has taken the fucking wildest turn. Well, they always say, weren't we saying this a couple of podcasts ago on the Thursday pod, that when someone dies or goes missing, the percentage that it's someone you know is fucking massive. Is it like 60 or 70% or 75% of like... I think it's even higher than that. Yeah, it might even be higher, but it's like it's someone that you know who's done it. That's what makes that Cleo Smith one fucking wild. Didn't know him. Just... And you're talking about... Well, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. It's coming out. There's there's other things at work, supposedly. Ooh, Apparently think, that's bullshit. And they, so they're like really holding back on the info. Yeah. But apparently there's like, you know, internet sleuths digging up information. Don't fuck with cats sort of vibes. Yeah, yeah. It's they're sort of like apparently again, this is just internet sleuth okay, rumor and innuendo. Yeah, we've got to, we, look, this is probably not the right topic to be fucking being super for, Well, like, it's no, more around innuendo. -y more like. around the idea that he what he what they did the family did know him. Okay, so they were aware of him as opposed to it being like very small town. Yeah, right. They knew each other. There might have been like some drug money owed. 
ransomy vibes. I don't know. Yeah. Look, we won't get into it. No, we can't. That's we fucking... Can't. But Can you to your this? point, though, the random snatch, statistically improbable. Yeah, unlikely. Um, anyway, fucking hope they find out what happened to him because that's a fucked up story. Um, child abductions to the side. Now let's go to tennis players disappearing, <laughs> <Yeah>. Dave. <laughs> Still on disappearances. Um, Disappeared? Yeah, okay, well, listen to this. It's a bit of a good yarn. Um, well, not if you're her. But about two weeks ago, this Chinese tennis player, her name's Peng Shuai. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. She has won a couple of doubles titles. Yeah, she's a women's champ in the doubles game. Yeah, in the doubles, yeah. And I think French Open. Um, She accused a former vice premier of China. So, you know, big politician of sexual assault. Um, And about like pretty soon after that happened, about a day after that happened, all her social media posts and accounts were wiped from like Chinese uh, social media and basically, in the days since then, no one's seen or heard from her for about 10 days. And then China, this morning, dude. there was a, uh, a letter that was released, which was apparently written by her and was released through Chinese state media. Oh, God. Um, do you want me to read it here? It says, yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Peng Shuai. Regarding the recent news released on the official website of the WTA, the content has not been confirmed or verified by myself, and it was released without my consent. The news in that release, including the allegation of sexual assault, is not true. I'm not missing, nor am I unsafe. I've just been resting at home and everything is fine. Thank you again for caring about me. If the WTA publishes any more news about me, please verify it with me and release it with my consent. As a professional tennis player, I thank you all for your companionship and consideration. I hope to promote Chinese tennis with you all if I have the chance in the future. I hope Chinese tennis will become better and better. Once again, thank you for your for your consideration. It it just reads like Hello everyone, this is Peng Shuai. Yeah. Everything is Who fine. the fuck very like who <laughs> I who I okay that? Yeah. Why not just a video, Peng? Like, do you know what I mean? Like if we're really gonna do it, like why don't you just put up a video? Hey, sorry, big old fucking wall pool, I'm fine. Send it to WA chairman and CEO Steve Simon. Like, yeah, I need a video. Mate, that is the most, like, I was thinking about this, like, with, with China, like, they're so intense, like, they seem to be very intense and shit like this happens, people go missing, but, like, their billionaires go missing. One of their billionaires... Mm, Jack Ma. Jack Ma yeah. went missing. Jack Ma? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Now he's been found, surely. Yeah, yeah, he's back now. But he said some anti-government shit and disappeared. And they were like, where the fuck's Chinese billionaire Jack Ma gone? And I was like, well, he did say some shit about the state and he just fucking... And has he come back and is he backpedaled? Yeah, I think he's come back and now it's like he's not, he's shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah shut yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. There's also like an actress who disappeared. I don't know if she's ever been found, but she's like, there was one that was like a big sort of like a Marvel esque, like sort of a crossover into Western movies sort of shit. She disappeared. But this sort of shit is like. What did Jack Ma say? Just anti government stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on the Jack Ma thing. But it like, was, have you got it? Well, uh, I know the Jack Ma thing had something to do with the fact that, like, Alibaba was basically taking over the economy and China wanted to stop doing that. Did he own Alibaba? Um, was that it? Yeah, yeah. He sold it, yeah. though. Yeah. But he said something. Anyway, this is one of the great loads of shit I've ever seen. She's gone. She's missing. Is this the worst wool pull of all time? It's a, it's China. I think the Chinese are terrible at wool pull. Oh, we don't, we're not doing anything to the Uyghurs. Oh, she's not missing. 
that Chinese don't get a wool pool. They either don't get it or they're like, or they don't, don't care for we a don't, wool pool. We don't care. Yeah, basically, Jack Ma just criticized the Chinese economic system and the decisions by the government. Yeah. And went missing. Yeah, for three months. For three months? Yeah. Oh my like, God. Dude, China's like, terrifying. He was under house arrest or something. Yeah. My God. China's terrifying, bro. That if that's fucking terrifying to me. Did you see there was such surely like I mean if you know that that's how they operate, I wouldn't be saying that shit in China. No, I'd be getting out of China and then saying Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, Oh, I've got a tennis tournament and like, you know, fucking give me a visa, give me a visa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Help me, go, help me, I need help. And then I'll be saying shit if I needed to be saying it. Yeah. I wouldn't be saying it in the country. No, no, no. Because even fucking high-profile Alibaba billionaire Jack Ma went missing. Yeah. Like, no one's off limits. No. Seemingly. Because he's got a big internet presence. Like, people know the fuck Jack Ma is. Yeah. Jack, Jack disappeared. I did not know that. I'm just at home resting. Hello, everyone. This is Peng Shui. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. That is the weirdest opening to a sentence I've ever read. It's the most Chinese wool pull opening to a sentence I've ever read. Hello, it may as well say, hello, this is a Chinese wool pull. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's the worst I've ever read. And, and the, like, she doesn't have a video. It's like, guys. What, 1.2 billion people, that's the best they can she muster? She can't release a video if she's all good? That's what's crazy about the world is these things just happening right in front of you and it being like, oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Oh, no, cool, sorry. Peng Shui, who accused a fucking government official of sexually assaulting her. There must be shitloads of these stories you're just not aware of, of people just... Especially in China. Getting back to Yeah, fuck yeah, there would be. I mean, we better start locking our doors after even talking about it. Lucky we don't live in China. Dude, there was a thing when, when China and Hong Kong are having like their fucking shit going on at the moment, and then there was some... Uh, Hong Kong, how would you say? They're not Hong Kongese, are they? No. I think they are Hong Kong. Right. Uh, but they were like protesting at Sydney Uni or something. And all these fucking Chinese people came and were like fucking them up. Like it was, they didn't even seem like they were uni students who were like, you know, oh, we're a uni campus, let's fucking have debates and opinions. It was like, oh, this seems like there's like fucking adults and shit here, like coming and pulling down their signs and smashing their fucking speakers. It was on like four corners mm. maybe last it's, year. A lot of them are students as well though. Well, no, no, they definitely yeah. are students as well, but it's like, it almost just seems like they're all fucking spies in the country and it's like, don't. But it's just, it's funny to see how what? hectic they are in Australia. Like they're not even in China and they're fucking hectic. Like it was intense. And these guys, like they were fight, like the things I was saying, you're like, Jesus Christ. You can only imagine in China what it's like. Well, I think it's more chilled in China because people don't speak out. But I'm saying the ramifications of yeah. speaking out is far more like just absolute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It won't you can't be, really it won't get away. Like, with... It won't just be pulling your signs down. No, no, you can't just it's bash like, people at Sydney. You, know, like, you will get in trouble. You'll be smuggled into a bag at 3 a.m. Yeah. Later. And taken fucking God knows where. Yeah. Dumped in a river. Who well, knows? they do. So, like, I mean, they do have... The yarn is that they have, like, prison camps for fucking Chinese Muslims, right? Like, that's... Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. They're, it's pretty I much mean, like they know that that's the case. They've called them like re-education camps, pretty much. Yeah, cool, thanks. And there's a lot of like, yeah. But you have to go to. It's hard to tell because there's so much on both sides. You can never trust anything from Chinese state media because that's biased. But it's hard to trust anything from Western media either because they all hate China as well. Yeah. yeah. You actually can't trust anything. Yeah. 
Nothing. Nothing. Go, go there and look with your own eyes. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, go to fucking China if you're... Yeah. But, like, even um, a friend of ours, I won't say just because I won't, but there's a friend of ours who is in movies. And <laughs> he was saying that... Because he, he hasn't been, I don't think he's been, but, you know, like, the film industry, like, China's fucking massive. So I don't even know whether it's him or whether it's another person that I'm thinking of, but... Um, like when you go to China, you have to get a Chinese phone. Like you have to have all these things. Like you aren't allowed your own phones over there. The internet, you don't have access to fucking. There's like all these things where it's like very different. Do they have their own search engine? Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. Can you they've look up like, what it, like, they're, they're, uh, like? Can you watch porn in China? <laughs> <laughs> I'll Google that. I'm sure you can. <laughs> That's, that's the question. <laughs> that's the real question. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, yeah. They that's can the real question. You we can? need to fucking. Yeah. Well, I was just. I was. What? what no, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that sets a nice baseline. Yeah, I think. All right. No, no, so no, no, we no. can watch what, porn. What now let's here. see what else we can do. <laughs> but it's not the same. I don't think they can have access to all these sites because what it says is uh, citizens can download pornography or watch online through cloud storage platforms. So everyone's just uploading videos into the cloud. Oh, so, so it's all amateur. Like, so it's like torrenting porn and shit. Or Pretty they're much, all just yeah. What, like LimeWire days? Kind of, but I feel it's days. like if you go into a big like Google Dropbox. Drive or a Dropbox and there's lots of different thumbnails and you're like, which one am I going to go today? Oh my God. That's got to be a pain in the ass because I'm assuming they don't have the helpful like scroll, th auto scroll through if you just hover your mouse over it. Yeah. So you get a bit of a, like, okay, this is what I'm in for. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes you'll click into one and you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, whoops. Yeah. Not like my a persuasion. A, pre a preview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yes. Way too many dicks in this one for me. Wow. In 2009, over 5,000 people were arrested for pornography in China. So porn, not something that. Oh, is so. No, is the answer. I think I'm here. I'm hearing a no, Dave. Well, I, yeah, it's. I'm not hearing like, it's possible, but you got to use like fucking. Yeah, the there's there's no sanctioned sites like there's no you know Pornhub or X videos. Which one do I want to go today? You know, none of that. None of that. Interesting. Well, there you go, puns and jewelers. If that doesn't paint a picture for you, nothing. Turns works. out that it was a good question, Eddie. It was a great question. See, I'm tapped in. On the face of it, it was a bad question. Bit of research, bit of pulling back the leaves, the loose leaf litter. Great question. Great question. Um, well, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is terrifying. Yeah. China's terrifying. Yeah. In terms of, I find actually, not just China, shout out to China, I find all world powers, yeah. superpowers, superpowers fucking terrifying. I find the US terrifying. I find fucking China terrifying, Russia. Like it is just gassed up gang wars. It's just global gangs. Yeah. Not, it's just, it's so fuck. And it's like the amount of money everyone's just spending on fucking weapons and warships and planes. And it's like, there's only one reason you do that. Like it just seems like there's no, Let's spend billions of dollars on fucking peace and being yeah. cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and then and then with the media where like everything's fucking you don't know what to believe. You don't know what like the 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 US even with fucking Biden there was one just recently when they were pulling out of Iraq and they did one more fucking hit of a terrorist. I may have even said this on this podcast, but they did one more like uh targeted thing on a terrorist. They fucking drone struck someone's house and they were like, yeah, we got him. Then it was like, oh, actually, he wasn't there. 
we actually just killed like 12 kids in their, fam in their family. That was all that was. But they didn't report it as that. They were like successful. And then everyone was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just that sort of shit where it's like, you look at any of these, like the, 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 the superpower you align with, you know, Western culture, America, Australia, like it's more the one where you're sort of going, oh, well, they're the good guys. Like, Jesus Christ, bro, not really. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's all, it, it depends what lens you're looking at it yeah. through. Do you know what I mean? I often think that like, you know, people can have a go at China or Russia or whatever. I don't think there's too much that they're doing that America- Aren't doing the, the same things. Like, we just don't hear doing. about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, you know, oh, but they've got these, you know, prison camps for... And it's like, well, what's Guantanamo, what Guantanamo Bay? Bay? Yeah. There were so many cunts that were in there. They're that still done, there. Yeah. Are they still there? The mastermind of 9-11 is in Guantanamo Bay right now. I don't see that that's the word. Like, if you're in there for a the, thing... Well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying it's still operational. I thought they were closing yeah. it. Oh, every president... I think they say that and they never do it. They never do it. Mate, the fucking Guantanamo Bay was filled at the start with like farmers and shit. Yeah. What's going what's gonna to happen first? Guantanamo Bay gets closed or we release the beep test video? <laughs> Touch and go, hard to say. <laughs> I like to think the beep test video is going to come out before that. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to think that. I'd love to think so. But I can't say with any authority. No. So, so I also won't be holding my breath because Tom's had two years to do it. Well, one year. It's well, in the works. It's a year and a half, I'd say. Well, August was a year. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. Um, so, Guantanamo Bay is still open. I didn't know that. That's pretty intense. Like that Graham Hicks guy, Australian, didn't he never do anything? Or was he over there being a scallywag? So I only just saw the photo of him like with a bazooka and it was like, oh, it was an Australian terrorist. Didn't he train with Al-Qaeda? Or was that bullshit? I don't know. But he's back now in Australia, I'm pretty sure. He's just back fucking... Being Graham Hicks. Being Graham Hicks. Yeah, but there's heaps. There's a That'd good a film show. on like Amazon Prime. <laughs> being, Graham. being Graham Hicks. Just him getting around fucking... <laughs> Eating know, his breakfast and Small shit. town Adelaide or yeah. wherever he's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's this film on Amazon Prime called The Mauritanian um, about this guy from Mauritania uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch. And he basically gets put in Guantanamo Bay like just after 9-11, stays there for like nine years, has this whole court case about like how he was never given a trial, wins the court case, then still gets held there for another five years after, <coughs> even though like it's been proven that he was never given a fair trial and he's being illegally <coughs> detained or something. They just always come with a thing like, oh no, these processes. And, and, and in the film, you see all that. It's like, they get these reports and the whole thing's redacted and they're trying to like, you know. That's what, again, with you, where you think about like your Julian Assange's where you're like, that motherfucker just like, you know, he just basically like leaked DMs to put it very fucking uh, primitively. But like, then, oh, then he gets accused of rape and then like now he's got, he's, they want to extradite him to the Sweden, US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has a really like loose extradition like, they basically, mm. if there's an extradition request put in by the US, they'll grant it. Yeah, right. That's why Sweden was used as the, as as the, the country yeah. by which he was fucking. But I think they were pretty comfortable with him, like, oh, well, if he's just going to spend his next 10 years in this tiny Ecuadorian embassy, yeah. then so be it. Like, I don't think they really sneaking his, sneaking his seed into, you know, he's, he managed to father a couple of kids in there, which was impressive. I think he just got married or is about to get married in jail in the UK. How often do you think Julian thought about escaping from there? Could it be done? That would have been fucking monitored within an inch of its life. Oh, you know, yeah, they, there are all these reports that, like, they had maintenance people coming in to fix shit, which were actually CIA people, like, surveilling them. Yeah. In the embassy. And, and there was a plot for America to kidnap and murder him. 
that like Trump's the guy who was in charge of the FBI or CIA or whatever when Trump was in power like floated that idea. Oh my god! Do you know? Could you they couldn't do that. Not to an Australian citizen. You, that would have been fucked bro, up. Bro, they could. We'd bend over. We'd fucking bend over. We'd be like, oh well, whoops. Oh no, you know, like what? That the, would be disgraceful. Dude, if like we'd they bent killed over. Jeffrey Epstein. Ep Ep Epstein Everyone was knew fucking, it, and now it's just like, oh well, like it just that's, happened. That's that's like, like you you made to sound like a fucking conspiracy theorist whack job for thinking that Epstein didn't that Epstein didn't kill himself. I don't think anyone did. thinks that. But. The Epstein had too many secrets. So many yeah. secrets. Starting with ex-president Bill Clinton and at the time President Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, and they, all, they were all down at Pedo Island and, getting about. And buddy, the Queen's son. Like every I know! <laughs> Mate, that was fucking wild. I, was, I want to touch on that for a second. <laughs> that guy's a fucking idiot. You know what? I'm going to do an interview. Yeah. No, I'd really advise yeah. against yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I've got it. I've got it. Either he's a pedo or he's the dumbest bloke on the planet, right? They ask him point blank. Allegedly. They go, well, allegedly. They go to him, Oi, you know how Jeffrey Epstein became like a convicted sex offender and he was prisoned for like 18 months and then he got out and he was on like, you know, sex watch, watch lists, lists and shit like that. He had a big dinner when he came out. Prince Andrew with the, was the guest of honour, made a speech and shit. They're like, through, like, look, look at that situation, Andrew. Mm. And explain to me how that's playing eyes up footy. Going to a fucking yeah, 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 convicted yeah. pedophile, convi at the time convicted sex offenders, coming out party where you're the guest of honour. What do you say? He's like, oh, well, well, I think it's a bit of a stretch to say I'm the guest of honour. It's like, you're a prince, bro. <laughs> you're always the you're guest always of honour. You're always the guest of honour. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not never this, not the guest of honour. You're not like the friend of a friend coming to a fucking a Unless you're going to the Queen's for a fee yeah. on Christmas Day... You're, You're the it. guest of honor. Yeah, 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 exactly. What are you talking about? Also, I don't need to be the guest of honor to Nabra <laughs> a pedo's invitation. I know. Well, it's not all about me. It's a pretty good fucking spread on apparently as well, so I might just roll in. Like, no, dude. No. Nah. No. Oh, the chicken's supposed to be amazing. No, nah, so I really, gone. really love the chicken. And I mean the photo where he's like, I don't remember that photo. I know, and then but he's like, I love that he's trying to say that because I don't remember it, the photo isn't real. He's like, I might have been doctored. It's like, no, no, you're in the photo. No, also, which means it happened. Yeah, and you know what else it might mean if you don't remember it? Happened a few times, maybe. Maybe that's one of fucking plenty, and you just don't remember because you're done. Or you're just fucking lying because <laughs> why wouldn't you? Whoever's told him to do that interview, like either they did that, either they were doing their job and they were like, don't fucking do it, or they're the dumbest fucking PR agency yeah. of all time. And now he's been like retired from public life. They're like, of course he has. But like, that's also what's fucked is that there's like enough smoke around that whole thing and he's just got to retire from public. Like, hey, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. But I don't think that's, I don't think there's anything amiss with that. No, it's just more like... You are too closely with aligned family. with Jeffrey Epstein. No, I'm saying that there's not something a little more substantial done about the guy closely aligned with oh, Jeffrey. Oh, right. Just Sorry. that they're going, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, you just, you just shut the fuck up and hopefully this all blows over. Like, that was also what was crazy when you, they did the, like, just the little bits, the tidbits of insights you get about the royal family when, like, Meghan Markle spoke. And now I'm not saying that everything she says is true, but, like, there are certain things that weren't, like... It wasn't even really disputed, but just like when you're in the royal family, you lose your passport, your driver's license, all these things that's just all taken and held. And like, if you want to go do anything, you've got to like, there's, you're almost like in a fucking bit of a, like a cult, but like, it's like a business. 
And you've got to like they call ask, it the firm. Yeah, you've got to ask people before you can do shit. And it just was like you the would. Queen doesn't need a passport. Really? Mm. Why? I don't think she doesn't need one to travel. Don't know why. Just doesn't. Just like, as an aside. As an aside. She just gets out a bit You'd of money. Feel, you would like, feel fucking trapped. Yeah, I get that. I understand all that. That's all fucking well and good. But you knew that going in. I'm not saying that about her. I'm just saying in general. I'm saying if you're born into that shit. Oh, fuck that. Couldn't think of anything worse. Like, just having to go to all these events. That's all they do. They shake hands all day, every day. That's all they do. They open shit and they close shit. I tell you what, though. You'd want to have your handshake dialed in. My God. Yeah. You'd want to have that thing fucking dialed in. I tell you what you'd want to have absolutely dialed to within an inch of its life. Your small talk. That's what do most, I go to? I think that's the most impressive thing about what, what they what do. What do I go to? What's my go-to here? Like, he'd have he'd have probably, what, I don't know how many points off the top of my head he'd have absolutely nailed, maybe 20 fucking things that he when could When Ash on. Barty won Wimbledon last year, or this year? This year? Yes, this year. And then she's, like, walking up through, like, the fucking bit yeah. inside. And, she, and the, they're the first she sees. They're the first she sees, Prince William and Kate. Yep. And they just are bang straight into convos and asking about, like, it's all small talk chit-chat, which... If it wasn't with the fucking royals, you'd want to put a bullet in your head because it's so mundane. It was like, what time is it back home? Yes, like, I know. I know. That's don't like, pretend you don't know that it's fucking the middle of the night. You know what time you it is. You know what time it is. Again, though, I guess they're slaves to the small talk. But they are slaves to the small talk. And that's what I'm saying. These are things that, like, okay, are you from the other side of the world? What's a go-to for me? Time. What yeah. time is it? What time is it? What time How is it? How about the weather? As if it's important. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's the, that's the art of the small talk. You actually are saying things... Without saying anything. Without saying anything at all. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. What can I say here, which actually means nothing? Just uh, make it seem like we're fucking having a really great conversation, but I'm really asking you about But no one's thing. enjoying it, No surely. one's, no. Surely no one's enjoying they it. They must fucking hate it. But I think even the people Ash, getting... t- Ash is like, oh, maybe she's like, oh, this is like... I think it'd be a bit more novelty for Ash or for, for sure. in that situation. But it's also like... I don't think she wanted to sit down and fucking pull up stump and start ripping and tearing. No, no, no. You know I'm not about I mean? to. No, let's not fucking. Like, let's let's not make this go for a moment longer than. Let's it not needs crack to. a bloke and fucking get down to it. <laughs> exactly. Although maybe you'd get a bit further with that. Maybe that's one way to get out of the fucking small talk bullshit. Offer him a beer. Do you reckon they can have? Do you reckon they find it difficult to have proper conversations with people now? Yes. That they've just been like small talk well you'd never be able to i guess when you're that public you wouldn't be able to open up to any like your circle would be small that's what would i like i I know you'd have mates and shit but like from uni days or from school days you would think they'd still have them to a degree but like you'd imagine that you're just fucking your best friends like your bodyguard or some shit you know what i mean well i wonder or do they like does that like aristocratic sort of echelon of society when the cameras are away, do they just fucking loosen up? Oh, oh you yeah. know, like Dukes and fucking yeah, yeah, Danes yeah. and shit, whatever. I'm sure they, pro- they probably get a bit fucking buck wild. I'd say they probably get wilder than you think. Like Prince Harry, I think, was a bit of a fucking goer. Yeah, I think he had a bit of go in him. But, you know, I wonder, I, is it that stiff upper lip fucking aristocracy where they're not really going to start telling you about, like, mate, I've had a fucking tough day? I feel like there's just nothing, like, in common for them to talk about with the common folk. It'd be hard you know to mean, fucking like, meet. That's why sports so but that's good. Why I'm the saying, great level. That's why I'm yeah. saying, you know, when they're with fellow aristocrats, maybe that's when the fucking... Yeah. You can ease up my a bit. My fucking... 
My horses. Yeah, yeah my horse is fucking running. sick. Or the peasants are annoying me yeah, today. Yeah, you know the what peasants I mean? are fucking throwing flowers at my doorstep and I'm sick of it. They're starting <laughs> to smell. <laughs> 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 fucking tripping over roses and shit every time I try oh, to Oh, the, the house. fucking peasants. They're doing my head in today. <laughs> fucking doing my head in. <laughs> Mate, they just, they're just worshipping me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, my face is on another mug. <laughs> fucking peasants. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's good that's very good there is something funny about the like how much the poms love the king and queen well like love. the pomp and pageantry around the family like when they have the new kid and the town crier's got to come out and stand outside the <laughs> fucking hospital and like ring a bell dressed in like yeah really? dressed like captain feathersword essentially <laughs> yeah we've got a new child in the royal family <laughs> and everyone's like yeah it's fucking 2021 though right like you dress like a fucking Pirate, what's going on here? <laughs> on the fourth day. <laughs> da, 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 da. Dude, are you Hook? That, are you dressed as Hook right now? What are you doing? Oh. While fucking Will and Kate stand there and they've just got to stand with his baby and wave. The poor lady's fucking squeezed out a kid like know, six hours like, ago. And she's, she's like, oh. She's like dressed within an inch of her life. <laughs> yeah, like, she's got makeup hair out of line. Mate. Like, I remember when every time we've had a fuck with Steph's had a baby, it's like the last thing she wants to do is see anyone. And, the, and she's in heels. Standing there in heels with a town crier blowing her head off, like <laughs> fucking waving to the crowd and the media. Anyway. It's crazy, mate. Like, up until maybe five years ago, if there was a royal in the royal box at Wimbledon, you had to bow when you came out. Really? Yeah. They've canned that now? Yeah, I think. I think. Either William got rid of it or the guy who's in charge, maybe one of the kings, I think the queen's other son, not Pedro Andrew, one of the others. <laughs> Allegedly. Or her brother, whatever. No, she doesn't have a brother. It must be her son. Um, he's the head of Wimbledon and he scrapped it. He's like, it's a was little Was he the one bit, that came out when they It's were, a little bit outdated now. Was he the he's one like old and leathery. Old as shit. Fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks, like, he looks like Prince Charles if he was like left in an oven for... <laughs> Like ten minutes or something, just like we're all ahead. Yeah, just like yeah, like yeah, overdone. Yeah. Over, yeah, exactly. He's crisped. Yeah. Okay, I got some. I was just looking up like weirdest royal family laws, and this they've got a law or like a rule about specifically formulated dinner conversations. So, in when they sit down for a royal dinner, you have to speak to the person on your right for the first course of the this meal, crazy. and then to the person on your left for the second half. Um, and it says because the person seated on the right of any royal family member is the guest of honor. Um, and everyone follows the same convention for the flow of conversation. And once the queen is toasted, no one is allowed to speak. Um, and then you have to follow the queen when you're eating. So like if she-, she takes, When she's done, you're done. <laughs> pretty much. So you gotta um, fucking get to work. You gotta get yeah, into your work. If, the queen if she's stops, not hungry stop. that night, stiff shit. Yeah. She better fucking pour some shit around, just push it around her plate for a little while. But she, a she probably also gets her food first. So you're up against it. Surely she's huge. got some manners, though. She knows the fucking rules. You wait till everyone's served. Only if it's hot. That's also true. I did know that. If it's but they're cold. her fucking rules. Like, No, it's only if it's cold. If it's hot, you get into your work. Because it's like, well, I'm not going to fucking wait for 50 people to be served. If it's cold, you wait. If it's hot, you get into it. Yes. But they're her I rules. also heard that if the queen moves, if she's talking to the person on her right and then she goes to her left, you've got to do the same thing. What, immediately? We're talking yes. and I go, sorry, I'm going to have to start talking to this fucking person. That is not conducive to fucking good conversation. That's like being forced into a fucking... Well, I think we'll talk later. 
gonna have to put a pin in that. I know you were just opening up about you know a fucking sick relative, but I now have to talk to this other potential pedophile over here. <laughs> I've always thought about it at dinner though, right? If you're if the queen's talking to the person on the left and it goes all the way around the table, someone essentially doesn't talk to anyone. Yeah, there must be like a. Oh, though they'd have to turn back. So one person would do the opposite. Would have to be doing both. Would have to go right. So the queen goes left. It goes left all the way around the table to that person. Second to last goes left, and then last would have to go back. To yeah, right. the last person just doesn't go anywhere. They're yeah. just like, well, this is all I've got. I'm optionless here, and then I got to wait for fucking Queenie to come back my way, and then I can go. But then I've got to. So I don't. No, get no, no, no. They just they would do the counter of. So they've got they. They're the pivot. Yeah, they're the pivot. They're the pivot of the table. Yeah, because then the queen would then turn to them. They counter the queen. The queen and them just go... Yep. They're the flapping doors. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the only way it could work. That's the only way it could work. What I'm glad we hashed that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm glad that we was hashed important. that out. I didn't know that, that. That's like the most ridiculous fucking... Apparently word. as well, the like hierarchy of curtsying is like fucking mind-bending. So like if Kate's with William... Everyone curtsies to her, but she curtsies to the queen. If she's not with William, then she's got to curtsy to like his cousins and shit because she doesn't have power without him. Like so, 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 like fucking William's her ticket to glory. Yes, and without her, without him, she's fucking no one. She's no one. Yeah. Even though, what about when he becomes king? She'll become queen. She'll, she's she'll still become, a princess. I don't think she'll become. No, a she's queen. still a princess. I think because like Prince Philip. But what I mean is. Does she... Does the dynamic then change? Is she now like, sorry, I'm is top of the... Is she powerful or on yeah, her own? I'm top of the tree now. Or do I still need to be around fucking William to get any goddamn respect in I this I don't family? know. It's a great question. I don't have the answers. But and it's funny because like the whole like kings and queens, such an archaic thing. For some reason, it even though like old English kings and queens is sort of how they were introduced to me as a young person, right? Like the idea of kings and queens. It seems like such a ridiculous backwards practice that is like not in step with uh western sort of i guess just general like uh cultural progression so you're like it's oh not, we're it's moving time, forward all this no, shit and a, you're like what the fuck are we still doing here we're bowing to this motherfucker what? it's a time warp big time it's like you know what it's kind of like the equi- it's like the western cultural equivalent of finding a fucking lost tribe in the amazon you're like holy shit they're still doing this and they sort of weirdly have more power than you think. Like, they don't f- use it. But, like, for example, the Governor General, who is the Queen's representative in the country, can fuck off the Prime Minister. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And doesn't the Prime Minister in... Uh, the Prime Minister picks the Governor General. But doesn't, in England, the Prime Minister have to notify the Queen of shit? Like, yeah, the yeah, Queen's yeah. like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's included in all this shit. But apparently that's why they're, like, still a thing and they weren't beheaded and fucking killed like the czars and the French royal family and shit because they got in early on the transition of power. Mm. So they're like, like, oh, we see the writing on the wall. Like, that democracy thing sounds pretty good. Nah, but just so we can be a part of it and, like, we obviously get money. But, like, the Queen is aware that that's, like, (laughs) that was their ticket out of the fucking potential shit show that was going to, you know, unfold on them. So... She doesn't get involved in politics. No, she's like, just do whatever. But she knows, just like, she knows not to. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for like, you consult me, sure. But I'm happy just to fucking sit on my throne and wear a fucking crown and potter about. She's old as shit, isn't Dude, she? She's 95, I think. Get it, girl. I wanted to get the, the ton. Send herself a fucking letter. And fucking send it, she will. Yeah, she better. To Queenie. Yeah. You get it, girl. Yeah, it's like a diary entry. 
she's like adored. Yeah. It'll be interesting when old fucking Charles. Old Charles gets he's in there. He's the longest. He's the longest like serving fucking prince ever. Like next in line. Like he could realistically die before her and it's not that I, Mate, I don't, I'm starting to not rule that out. Mm. The queen goes and goes and goes and goes. She's been a bit in, uh, under the weather recently, I think. She was in hospital or some shit. I reckon she's in great nick for age. Fuck yeah, she'd give a good cuddle. And I mean that because like there was, there's nothing nicer than like when you got a cuddle from your grandma, from Nan. Mm. Nan's cuddles are just always like a nice, like, you know, they're not your parents who are disciplining you and shit. Grandparents are always like, yeah, you can get away with a bit more. Mm. I see Queenie as, she probably doesn't because it's a very stuffy fucking, you know, aristocracy sort of emotionalist family, it would seem. But I imagine if, you know, she warmed to you, she was, in a, she was out of her comfort zone a little bit. Let's say it was like we're all maroon, marooned on an island. Mm. That she'd come around and before you know it, she'd like fucking, she'd give you a cuddle. And your best buds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's got the scones on. Yeah, give you a cuddle. That's all you want. Yeah. Cuddle from Nan. Radio's on. There's a cat fucking purring There's somewhere. a cat purring sitting on her lap probably. Yeah. yeah. Kettle's going off. Kettle's going off. There's a pack of Tim Tams in the fridge yeah. if you need them. She's probably, she's got some go. weird like old school like grandma lollies where you're like, I'll pass, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Love that you've offered. Yeah. But I'm good. I'll go with the you. Tim Tams and the tea. Those yeah. boiled fucking whatever they are look like shit, taste like 100%. shit. I get they're from a bygone era. I get that you're fucking pre-World War Two. so. You're old school. You're old as fuck. I'll allow you to have the boiled lollies. I'm going to fucking yeah. sit over here with the I'm Tim Tams. I'm going to have a Tim Tam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can have a couple actually. I'm going to have the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I hope you've got two packets. Shout out to the Queen. Where are we? Where, where are we? I don't know. I don't even know how we got there. I don't know where we started. You know what? Know. You know it, what was, I've st- it was Jeffrey Epstein was the connecting link. That's how it always But starts. even something was before that. I think that, that, that I, I think sometimes... China. China. Yeah. Sometimes you just go, you know what? I don't even want to know how we got here. We just, we did. But I sometimes like working it out because it's so fucking strange. <laughs> yeah. The meandering. The meandering. Uh, it's like sitting in a lilo Floating down a river, punters and dribblers. Well, That's you know why it's Thursday not the pod. river? Because you know where the river's going. I'd say it's like you're just in the middle of the ocean and you don't actually know where the well, currents are Well, the tides are taking you. you. Yeah, but you don't know where the currents are going. No. Before you know it, you're over here in China. Then whoops, the current's taking me over to fucking the palace. Whoop. Now I'm on a marooned island with the queen eating boiled lollies or turning them down. <laughs> turning them down. Turning them I'm down. not eating a single one. I've got Tim Tams on the go here. Yeah. Originals. Maybe some darks. Who cares? Nah, not darks. I well, like darks, dude. Darks are sick. Darks are all right to break it up, but I'm not... Like, originals cannot be bested in the whole fucking Tim Tam family. Like, let's not pretend, oh, double stuff, caramel. Like, yeah, they're all good, but you're original. You can set your watch to it. You can fucking guarantee that it is what it is and that you're going to get what you're going to get. A mate of mine who you know, uh, you play cricket with him, he uses Tim Tams as a bribe when he goes to like those big conventions, like the big fucking, you know, those big conventions he goes to over in Europe. Um, what are I, they called? Like sort of like I supplier. Play, like, like sales shows. I like play sale, cricket with them. Yeah. Like sales shows. Trade shows. Trade shows. Yeah. Goes to trade shows. And that's how he, to get like the best spots and shit at the trade shows, he bribes people. With I Tim have Tams. no idea who that would be. They that I play cricket fucking, with. braces mate. Party. Yep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. Tim Tams are in demand globally. Trades them. Yeah. He takes another suitcase, he was telling me, a smaller one, obviously, full of Tim Tams. 
I'm going to have to ask him. That's fucking mental. It's a hell of a yarn. That is a yarn. But that's where they're at in the echelon of yeah, great yeah, that's biscuits well, in the world. Gold bullion, Tim Tams. That's where they're at. Yeah. They're number one globally. After Try gold. that on for size. Is, are they like price of fucking gold, price of fucking whatever, price well, of Tim Tams? Well, I think if they're not doing that already, they should be. Yeah. What's that called? What? Like what they're... What the term is? Index. For, yeah, but the like. Tim Tam index. Tim Tam index. What is gold? It's a. Don't know. Lost me. The, 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 do we care? No, not do we really. care? I care. It's gonna fucking annoy me. Do we but care? No, we don't really okay. care. Shout out to Tim Tam. Like the gold standard or something. No, shit? no, just more about like what it is. It's a. It's a not a mineral. It's a fucking minerals couldn't be further from it. We don't care. On we go. A precious metal or something. No, 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 no. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck um, it. Is there something you, ha, curious related, Dave? That yeah, there were, yeah, there was a curious story, which is confusing, which is how most of his stories go. Um, so on his podcast, uh, he came out and said some stuff about the Australian Open, uh, like wanting it to be cancelled because they're not letting people in who aren't vaccinated. So... I'm trying to find the video, but I don't think anyone's cut it out from his podcast. But it says... Um, He's he got said, a new podcast called No Boundaries, yeah. I believe it's called. Yeah. <coughs> he said uh, it wouldn't... He said it would not be morally right to let players who aren't vaccinated play at the Australian Open. And it would be morally wrong to force them to get vaccinated. And I think what he's trying to say is that they should let... And because he's gone on and said like, oh, because Melbourne's gone through such a tough year, you know, they deserve... It to be good. So people were confused and I think he was... Oh, so say, that's what he meant. I took it as he was saying, because they've gone through such a tough time, like, let's just not have the strain open. I'm like, that's the opposite of what they would well, want. Yeah, that is kind of what he said, which was why everyone was confused. But it wasn't what he was intent, like, meaning, right? Yeah, so I, he, he came out and said, to clarify the comments, he said, um, to say I would want the Australian Open cancelled, I think that sentence got taken out of context. It's more so for the people of Melbourne who have gone through hell and back I think it's been nearly 300 days of lockdown, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's morally right to accept players from overseas that aren't vaccinated to come into our country. I would say to that, that we've done our damnedest, I reckon, as a people, as a nation. Like, to get 92-ish, 3-ish, 4-ish percent double vax, we've done as much as we can. It's time to move the fuck on. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. We've done enough. But like, if we you can't don't, do any more. If people don't get vax, sweet. Mate. Like fucking... How, a, how long are you going to say? How long are you legitimately going to say to people, are you vaxxed or not? Are, like, at a, we've got to draw a line in the sand. I was under the impression that line in the sand in New South Wales was like December 15th. That was my impression. After that, I don't think it's talked about again. It shouldn't be. No. I'm not wearing a mask. You don't have to talk about vaccination. Whatever. Like, if you got vaccinated, good for you. Proud of you. If you didn't want to, whatever. Whatever. I'm not getting into it. But I think we just need to go, fucking let's move on. But, like, you can't fucking have something where it's like, I, like, I double vaxxed. Double vaxxed. You are. Like, but... I am also not massive on fucking forcing people to get vaccinated. Like, I'm just like, if they don't want to do it, fuck but it's, it. But my point is it's such a small percentage of people now. That who gives a who shit? Who gives a shit? We don't need to. No. It's we've, we've, we've moved past it. Mm. We've done, like, that's what I mean by we've done all we can. Yeah. You say to them for two months, you can't do shit unless you're vaccinated to push a couple of fucking Stragglers. fence setters over the line. But after that, 
If you haven't got vaccinated by the 15th of December, you're not getting vaccinated. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. So fucking move on. There's also the thing that I think... So if you've had it and recovered, then your uh, the antibodies you've got are like fucking much, much stronger than what you get from the, vaccinate, from the vaccine on the whole. So a family member of mine got it, didn't even realise, just had antibodies when she got tested. And then um, was being told that to continue working, she needed to get the vaccination. But then like, she was like, but I actually am six times, I'm six times I think it is more protected than if I had the fucking vaccine. And just had to go through this whole rigmarole, speaking like epidemiologists and shit, I believe, to get to the point where the epidemiologist is like, actually not that healthy for you to be getting vaccinated as well on top of it. So like had to go through all this bullshit where I think now she can keep her job. But like that to me seems like not a logical thing either. Like if you have the antibodies, you're protected. I think it was just, I think it's probably more just a policy of like easier if you just fucking yeah it's like a logistics it's thing. just a logistics yeah, thing. yeah. but that's like if, but, 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 if, well. but if but if you if you've got it no I get you I shouldn't get be fucking losing your livelihood I get all that I I, that, I just think it was a blanket approach it's interesting there's a bunch of like footy players and shit who are like John Asiata says he'd prefer to be a fucking labourer than get it I'm pretty sure there's an AFL guy who retired instead yeah. of getting it um, Nelson Asopa Solomona I believe he yeah. hasn't got it oh. seems to be fucking massive in the Islander. Like, if you look at the list, it seemed like it was a shitload of the Islander boys. Mm. Not entirely sure if that's true or not, but that was the vibe just from glancing at the list. There's a weird little bit of crossover. I remember when it happened with the whole Izzy Falau thing at the Waratahs, that a lot of them sided with him because a lot of those guys are that kind of like, I don't know if it's the Pentecostal Christian, but some sort of those like kind of right-wing Christians. I think it's Mormon. Might even be Mormonish, but I know what you mean. Like they're all very heavily Christian. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like on Instagram, like Nelson like posts a lot of like God stuff, yeah. which is fine. And then posts a lot of like right-wing like God stuff, which is not that fine. No, as in like anti-gay right-wing? Well, no, anti-gay isn't even no, right Not, not anti-gay, but things that fit into those kind of categories of what other right... Like there's this thing called Prager and like Turning Point USA, all these like... Just very like I don't know, very right wing stuff. Who will say like he he doesn't post the etch things about it like where they have a go at gays, but he'll post other stuff about the vaccine. Yeah, right. And then the other videos on their pages of that thing. Can you, Dave? While we're here, getting nuts deep into religion, sport, politics, global geopolitics, is it true that Israel Folau, of not a big thinker fame, is running for? Queensland State Senate or something fucking ridiculous like that? Um, Alongside Clive Clive Palmer. Palmer. Look, Was that that satire? Or was that real? I saw that on Fox Sports. So it could have been satire. Rumours. Controversial rugby union player Israel Flowers rumoured to be considering a tilt at politics. The the dude can barely fucking string a sentence together. A meaningful sentence. No offence. No, like, it's just, you know, politicians, like them or not, at least they can speak well. Well... uh, generally speaking as a general rule of thumb like you can't have it all right and you're one of the most gifted athletes to ever grace the earth so it's not surprising that you're not a big talker no and the reality is you're not a big talker no you're not so I don't voice know how, actually hard to listen i to. don't know if politics is the best well it's just route it's, it's the same you. thing as the the dwarf in the nba or the that's exactly right you know the guy with the sometimes bad voice it's not on the cards answer. for you like wish him all the best have a crack i don't think it's going to go well for you no that's, that's what I'll say off the top. Don't think it'll go well. But all the best, Israel. Yeah. All 
the... I would actually love a tilt at politics for Falau, though. Dude, because it'd be great content. Yeah, content. It's good for us. Content, content central. Game, content be great. Great for us, great for you. Go for the punter, great for the dribbler. Content central. But from a, you know, getting shit done perspective, the jury's out. Jury's out. I don't imagine his policy is going to be anything to write home about. Well, I don't even know what the fuck it... I, I don't Clive know. Palmer's policy. I know, but that's yeah. the thing. If, like, Israel trying to talk to, to that would be... I'd, tough. I'd, I'd, That'd I don't be think, tough. That'd I don't think it's going to work. I'm not sure how serious this is, and Dave, you can just get this up for us, but um, our good friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson, obviously he wants to be president as well, uh, but there's another thing that he's throwing his hat in the ring for, at least that was the headline that I was sent, and the dribblers fucking pumped us with it, that he's putting his hat in the ring to be the new James Bond. Bullshit. Are you serious? At 50-something years old, bald American. He, is up. he being legit with that? I don't know. I'm, I'll tell you what, I want to watch his new movie, Red Notice. It's fucking, it was like the greatest opening on a fucking... It's a, it's a Dave's pulling faces there like, oh, sorry, it's not fucking, you know. Dwayne Johnson has said that he wants to Motorcycle diaries or something fucking. Has <laughs> <laughs> said that he it's, wants it's to be the Agnes next Agnes or Jean-Luc Godard. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson has said that he wants to be the next James Bond. The role of the super spy has been played for the last 15 years. I didn't realise it about that long. I know. Uh, Daniel Craig, who signed off from the franchise with its most recent release, No Time to Die. In an interview with Esquire, former WWE star Johnson said, I would like to follow in Craig's footsteps and be the next Bond. Johnson also noted that his grandfather, Peter Maver, appeared in a villainous role in... You Only Live Twice, the fifth James Bond movie. My grandfather was a Bond villain. Very, very cool, he said. There's something that always comes up when I'm reading stuff about Dwayne Johnson is that he always says like, oh, you know, he started off and he grew up really poor, which he might have. But then you hear stuff like his dad was a professional wrestler and then his grandpa here was a Bond I villain. I don't think like, there was much money in that in the game yeah. back then, you know. Um, different time. Different time. Yeah, but enough. just him fucking going, I don't want to be a villain. I want to be a Bond. i got to be Bond. Like... You know what? I think that Dwayne... So look, if he's the next Bond, I'm fucking not here. But he could have definitely been a, bo a Bond villain in the 90s. And he... I don't think he's ever... I don't think at any stage in history has he a shot at being the Bond. But he, he could have been a Bond when, villain when in he, the 90s. When he, was, when he was coming up, he could have been a Bond villain, yeah. I think, for sure. But now he's too... He's too big. He's way too high profile Yeah. Now. Like, Daniel Craig wasn't massive when he became the no, Bond. No, no, no. They like to go someone a little bit left left of field, someone a little bit, like, known but not known. So known. that you're not, like, married to their previous works of, like, 100%. identifying, like, the 100%. rock as the rock. And you're now not going to fucking shortboard Daniel bloody Redcliffe in there, are you? No, like, exactly. Harry Potter is now Bond. James Bond. That doesn't make much sense. Brad Pitt. Like, it might be someone like this Henry Cable guy, like... Who I'm not even that into, but again... But, like, he's, he's like, not that known. No. I tell you what, I didn't even fucking like Daniel Craig when he first came into it. Daniel grew on me. Yeah, he grew on me. He but, was a grower, not a shower. Yeah, but I tell you what, I think that the, the next Bond's going to be, you know, at the, the altar of the same fate, if that makes sense. Like... I grew up with James Bond being Pierce Brosnan. Yes. So for me to shake Pierce from my soul, we're talking like... I had to, I had to mourn Pierce. I had to mourn him. Yeah. I had to mourn him. And it took me two or three movies. Yeah, it did. To mourn Pierce. And to now be like... And I'm only now like just fully on the Daniel Craig bandwagon and now he's leaving us. 
taken me 15 years. Like, you can't play five, six, seven solid, solid years of Goldeneye on 64 and expect me to fucking move on. Yeah, just go, oh, sorry, it's Daniel Craig. Now. It's this blonde fucking English guy now, is it? Well, it hasn't been and it wasn't. And, and now you just want me you know, to change. But so whoever the next one is, I think is going to be the same. Also, fate. the only thing, the only reason I would want The Rock to do it is because I'd love to hear his English accent, which would be atrocious. Would he? Would he put one on? Bro, James Bond is an English fucking spy. So you'd have to. You have to. Did George Lazenby put on an accent? I think question. He might have. Surely he did. If he didn't, that's why he was only in one. I think also no, he was only in one because he turned it down. Oh, really? There's a fucking great documentary. I think it's on SBS, Punters and Dribblers, about George Lazenby and his life. It is so interesting. He was a male model, dude. He wasn't a fucking actor at all. He like hoodwinked people. Can we go young George Lazenby? I want to see Becoming Bond. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, watch that. It's fucking good. And I want to see what he looked like. Becoming Bond is much what it's must watch. There he is. That's such of like model of the times. Like that cunt wouldn't get a start in any modeling. No, no, fuck no. Men were more men. Male models back then were just more rugged though. They were men. They were rugged men, chest hair. They weren't all like fucking jacked. Yeah. Like it was, again. Sorry to bring him up again, but fucking, who's my boy in Red Sparrow? Oh, Joel Edgerton. Yeah. He is old school, leading man hot. Yes, correct. Whereas, so George Lazenby, right, he basically hoodwinked the producers and shit into saying that he's been fucking... Yes, that's a man. Look at that. That he'd been in movies and shit and he hadn't been, ends up landing the James Bond gig. They, because he was a male model, right, were worried that he might be a homosexual. And so he said that when he was, like, up for the role, he got a knock on his door one night and this guy showed up with his chick and he he had, like... It was like a sex worker over here when he was pumping her and he stopped halfway through and was like, oh, mate, like, do you want to join in? Like, thought he would, thought he wanted to have a fucking... So, wait, reason. George asked the other guy to join in? Yeah, and the guy was like, no, I'm just here to, like... Just make sure that make you're sure straight? You know, yeah, like, by pumping this chick. Jesus, God, it was a weird fucking time. Isn't that weird? Well, it's, a, it's disgraceful, but the times were the times. It's I just was like, that bizarre. is, yeah, it's the times, the times. But anyway, after the movie, he like didn't like the fame and the role and shit. And like, he was sort of like fought back against the convention. Like they wanted him to dress like James Bond and talk like James Bond and be James Bond in interviews Outside and shit. The, yeah, right. And so he grew his hair and like went a bit hippie and shit and then turned down like another five film deal. And you can tell that he regrets it. You can tell that he regrets it. But George Lazenby, like, had a fucking interesting life. Did he have a career after Bond? Not really. George. Anyway, watch that. Shout out to George Lazenby. Just while we're here, go young Sean Connery. Because, I mean, just while we're talking about young, hot Bonds. Sean Connery was a fucking dish. Even, dude, you know what? Look at him there, dude. Dude. Look at that. Look at the second one. Down, no, one below, dude. Look Look at that that. shirtless. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 not there. Not that Jesus Christ, Dave. Look at that motherfucker. That's a man. That is a man. You know what, though? I'd go so far as to say that Pierce Brosnan, the last man Bond. Like Daniel Craig waxed Within six pack, life. wearing hot, short, hot pants and shit getting I out know, of the water. I know. Whereas Pierce Brosnan, hairy fuck. They should be, it should be a prerequisite that you've got to have a fucking rug. 150%. If you aren't rugged up, I don't, I don't think you should be Bond. You've There's got an to old have, saying, Tom. 
A bird cannot nest in a tree with no leaves. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. You want to see a Bond girl laying on a hairy chest, rubbing her hands through the fucking the, the, the scrub. The, what I've got an issue with, like, I don't, if you can't grow, if you don't have chest hair, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the seeming abandonment of the rug in favour of the wax job because Daniel Craig is waxed within an inch of his life yeah. and I'm like, why? Or Veet Moost. Why don't we embrace the rug? Yeah. What's wrong with the fucking chest hair? Mate, the rug worked for fucking 200 years. Well, it's kind of like going as well. It's like that was a hallmark of James Bond. Yes. Like you, you, it worked. It worked very well. Jesus Christ, he's good looking in that top one with the chick next to him. Just looking, just looking up. Like look at his jawline and shit. Like what are you doing? That's just undeniably attractive. Who's the sto- who was the other Bond? The other famous one? Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Oh, am I thinking of Roger Moore? No, I'm not thinking of Roger Moore. I'm thinking of who was um, Marlon Brando. He There's some Bond. story. No, he wasn't. But I don't know. I'm just thinking about this story about That's, Marlon Brando. Oh, yeah, there. Sorry. Apparently, they filmed some movie in like Tahiti or Hawaii or something once. And it took like a year longer to film than they wanted it to because Marlon would just like he'd film for an hour and then he'd just go fucking have these wild orgies all day. I think Marlon Brando, and by think, I'm pretty sure it's like almost well documented that he was like a fucking piglet yeah well after he got really famous he i'm pretty sure he just went to live like on an island by himself and got really really fat and just indulged himself until yeah. he died dude yeah old like late in life uh you know just about to die marlon brando was not attractive <laughs> the final years exactly over three over what? 140 type 2 diabetes not surprised wow can we get some Pics Can we get it? some pics yeah, of yeah. Fat Brando? That's what you come here for, punters and dribblers. Yeah. Holy Marlin. shit, dude. Oh, my. Oh, he just goes, I'm doing me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sick of being a sex symbol. He was hot to trot. Oh, yeah, Marlon was hot. Dude, it's crazy how much he actually looks like the dude in Succession. Marlon, Marlon was hot. Yeah, Marlon was hot. Marlon definitely left his looks at the door, though, on the way out. Yeah, I'm done with these. Yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet Marlon was just uh, operating under the uh, understanding that once he gets to heaven, it's back to fucking 22-year-old Marlon. Hopefully he's well, right. he was hoping for that. Yeah, for his sake. What the fuck is that? What movie is this? Um, Looks like Mrs. Doubtfire. That's not him. Like, is that's not that's from life, is it? That's not stage, is it? Uh, that's in the island of Dr. Moreau from 96. Right, so it's a movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's God. fucking weird as yeah. shit. Yeah, it's not one I want to watch. Um, that us, Tom? I think so. Shout out to Marlon Brando. Um, that's us. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>